Welcome to the PGK Presents Podcast with Pastor Gerald Kiner. You are about to get filled with inspiration, motivation, and education based upon the Word of God. Your consistent giving to this podcast will help keep these words of wisdom flowing into your device. To sow back into the ministry of Pastor Gerald Kiner, visit our online giving page at www.thejesuspeoplechurch.com. Today's podcast is entitled, You Can't Afford to Second Guess God. God is not the liar Satan is. Today's message will train you to understand that if you are going to second guess anybody, second guess your fears, your so-called friends, and your own feelings, but never second guess God. And now, here's Pastor Gerald Kiner. Right now, are you all ready for the word? Everybody stand with me. We're going to read one verse, Numbers chapter 23, one verse, Numbers chapter 23. There is another fresh word from the Lord. Everybody stand to Numbers chapter 23. Oh God, this is going to just take us to another level. Higher is going to boost our commitment. It's going to make us run on and see what the end is going to be. It's going to remove the devil-minded spirit that will try to engulf us. And it's going to let us know if God said it, that's what I'm about to do. Listen, it's Numbers 23, verse 19. If you got it, somebody shout, I got it. Traps, everybody watch this. God is not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent somebody get already have he said it and shall he not do it have he spoken and shall he not make it good i'm going to use as a title to today's message you can't afford to second guess god you can't afford to second guess god look at your neighbor and say neighbor we can't afford to second guess God somebody shout hallelujah oh God oh I don't want to spend my time on this earth second guessing the one who made me the one who created me second guessing the one that's been so good to me I don't want to spend my time in doubt, in fear, in trepidation, wondering am I doing the right thing or not by second guessing the supernatural divine will of the most holy and all-knowing, victorious and all-ruling King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I don't want to second guess the one who knows the beginning from the end, who's never made a mistake, who does all things well and with excellence I don't want to be the one with my finite mind second guessing the creator God almighty in heaven if I second guess the outfit that I bought and want to take it back because I don't know when I get home by the time I'm at Macy's to the time I get home I didn't second guess whether it's the proper attire what do I need to second guess the God that has been here longer than I that knows everything more than I how dare me spend my time wondering if this is what I should do oh and you second guess God you're going to have a black eye a fat lip and some hurt feelings because some storms are going to happen in your life when you second guess God you don't want to second guess God because when you second guess God it usually don't work out on your behalf 
How many of us can testify today that when you second guess God, usually you find yourself at the altar ready to repent. Usually you done found yourself in the middle of the voice court. Usually you done found yourself with a lost joy when you second guess God. Preach holy ghost. Huh? Can I tell you three people that second guess God and either lost it or did lose it all? They either lost it or did lose it all. Jonah, when he second guessed God in Jonah chapter 1, 2, and 4, God told Jonah, go to Nineveh and preach to the sinners that's in Nineveh. Thus said the Lord, I've anointed you and I've appointed you and I've empowered you to give them a message of repentance. And instead of doing what God said do, Jonah got on a boat and went down to Joppa. And when he got on the boat and went down to Joppa, all hell broke loose. The storm and the wind they came and the men knew misfortune had come upon them because somebody was out of the will of God and Jonah found himself in the middle of the sea with seaweed in his mouth, spit out seaweed in the middle of the belly of a whale. Jonah messed up everything. He was on dry land. He was on good ground until he started second guessing God somebody in here right now you got a Jonah spirit God have told you to preach the gospel God have told you to sing in the choir God have told you to start your business God have told you to give to somebody he's told you to help somebody he's told you to take the money that's in your pocket and bless somebody that's been going through and you refuse to do it and God said I'm going to send a storm and twist your arm and make you say mercy until you do what I've called you to do. Tell somebody God's not going to let you go until you do what he's called you to do. Lot's wife, she's another person that second guess God. God told her in the family, move out of Sodom and Gomorrah, that wicked land, because I'm about to destroy it, and don't you look back. But in Genesis 19 and 26, the first time she heard the cries of the people, she turned around and looked back and became a pillar of salt. Somebody's not what they used to be right now. Somebody then turned into a pillar of salt because you keep looking back. You keep looking back at their text every time they text you. You keep looking back at the phone call every time they call you. You keep looking back to them same digits that don't mean you no good. They keep messing up your joy. They keep messing up your peace and you don't got the power that you know you're supposed to have because you keep looking back oh Jesus said remember Lot's wife what happened to her bad self when she kept on looking back not only did Lot's wife second guess God not only did did Jonah second guess God but Eve Eve second guess God Eve second guess God in Genesis chapter 13 and 16 God have told them don't eat of the forbidden tree all the other trees you can have but the tree of knowledge of good and evil don't you go that way but the serpent came and slick talked her quick talked her that's why you got to be careful of everybody you let have your ear you got to be careful of everybody that you let spit game in your ear. Because men used to say conversation rules the nation. 
preach Holy Ghost. So Eve let the serpent, the little man named Mr. D, <laughs> Mr. D, code name Devil. So little Mr. D came down there and starts, What's up, baby? How you looking? Uh, you hungry? I got something to eat for you. Oh, she said, God said, Don't eat of this tree. He said, Baby, did God say it or is that what you say, baby? Because I got some stuff for you. And you don't got to be messed up because God, if He didn't want you to eat the tree, He wouldn't have put the tree in your face. God wants you to have some good stuff. Don't get caught up on what people are saying. I don't think you really heard that from God. Are you really sure you heard that from God? And he had to start questioning whether or not it was the voice of God or was it her flesh or was it her mind or was it her spirit or was it her husband. She stopped remembering who she had heard the voice of the revelation from. And ain't that just like the devil that I have you questioning is this the right thing to do? Should I really serve the Lord? Should I really be faithful? Should I really give my tithes? Should I really give an offering? Should I really be obedient? Isn't it just like the devil that a twist things and have you second guessing God and the next thing you know E started cramping and looking for Excedrin PM for her cramps because she second guessed God every incident every situation every time you second guess God get ready to lose a tooth fake a smile and have your feelings hurt for a while whenever you second guess God can I give you three signs that you second guessing God let me give you three signs that you second-guessing God. Let me give you some knowledge they didn't teach us in college. Number one, there's a sign you second-guessing God when there ain't no peace. When what you in right now, when what you doing right now, when, when where you at right now, and you don't got no peace about it, you second-guessing God. Jonah said in Jonah 2 and 2, I cried by reason of my affliction. And the Lord heard me out of the belly of hell cried out, and he heard my voice. That's when he recognized that he was in affliction. He is second as God said, before I disobeyed God, I didn't have this cry. Before I disobeyed God, I didn't have this trouble. Before I disobeyed God, I wouldn't lost like a ball in high weed. Before I disobeyed God, I wouldn't out here doing everything under the sun. Before I disobeyed God, I wouldn't questioning why am I thus preach holy ghosts. But when you second guess God, you don't know who you are. You don't know why you do what you do. You don't know why you go what you go. When you second guess God, it's confusion. And God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. So number one, you ain't got no peace. That's a sign that you second guess God. Number two, you ain't got no prosperity. That's a sign that you second guessing God. That's a sign that you're second-guessing God when the prosperity flees from among us. See, God promised us in Deuteronomy 28, he said, if you hearken to my voice, I'm going to bless you. He said, when you hearken to my voice, you're going to be blessed in the city, you're going to be blessed in the field, you're going to be blessed when you come, you're going to be blessed when you go. Now, we sing that part of the song, we sing that verse during the offering time, but we really need to start singing the second part of the verse. The second part of the verse says this in Deuteronomy 28. He said, 15, but it will come to pass if you will not hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all the commandments, his statutes, which I commanded this day, then all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. We are cursed in the city. We're cursed in the field. We're cursed when we come and when we go. We rob God every Sunday. Sickness and poverty must come. The devil is my best friend. We are cursed. We're cursed. 
that's what the body of Christ should really be singing is we're cursed because whenever I don't care what preacher it is what pastor it is what apostle it is what bishop it is what uh, kajik religion you got what faith you adhere to when you disobey God he's going to cut you off the Bible says that God is not a respect of person. It goes for Pastor Kina as it goes for Bishop Tutu. It goes for anybody. God don't play no games. And this is why we come to him and we repent and we ask him to make us better. Because the prosperity will flee us. He said you'll have holes in your pocket. We'll say stuff like if it ain't one thing, it's another. <laughs> because we second guess God when God said do it we got to do it if he said give it we got to give it in order to receive the blessings that he has for us number one you know you're second guessing God when you ain't got no peace when you ain't got no prosperity thirdly when you ain't got no power oh, you know you didn't second guess God when you ain't got no power in Judges chapter 16 verses 19 to 21 there was a man that started to second guess God named Samson Samson was the strongest man who ever lived. Put stronger than David, Absalom, Saul, Jacob, Moses, all of them put together. He had strength that can lift up some, make you think he was Mr. Olympian. He had it going on until he second guessed God. God told him to stay away from the Gentile women, but he liked the Gentile women. He wanted to do some stuff with the Gentile women because the Gentile women could do some stuff that the old church holy girl just didn't know how to do. The Gentile women knew how to shake it and knew how to ride on the pole and up and down like a roller coaster. They knew what to do well. And he wanted to hear some Gentile women. He wanted to feel loose sometimes. He didn't want to hear no Kurt Franklin tonight. He didn't he wanted to hear some Marvin Gaye. He wanted to hear some let's turn off the lights. So he knew what house to go to. And he went to the wrong one that time. He went to Delilah's house. He knocked on the door. She didn't come to the door. He rang the doorbell. She didn't come to him. He went down to the window, looking there. He went through the backyard. She had the back gate locked. And he said, Delilah, stop begging for his destruction. <laughs> Have you ever begged for your destruction? <laughs> Have you ever been horny for a headache? I'm going to preach that one day. Horny for a headache. He was horny for a headache. That was the biggest headache that he ever got in his life. Oh, preach. Holy ghost. You better be careful when you get horny for a headache. Oh, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. So the devil tricked him and deceived him. And he met Delilah and he lost his strength. You know right now. There's some people you get with don't make you stronger. Some people you get with, they make you stop coming to church instead of coming to church. Some people you get with, they make you stop reading your Bible instead of reading your Bible. Some people you get with, they make you stop praying instead of stop praying. Some people you get with, they make you stop listening to 95.7 instead of start listening to 95.7. You better hear what I'm saying. Where am I at? I don't know where I'm at. I feel like I'm in the third spirit caught up. Is this Jesus, people? Who are these folks? Oh, can I keep preaching like I feel it? Oh, Jesus. Can I give you three people who refuse to second guess God? My secretary can't even look up. Preach, Holy Ghost. Oh, Jesus. Help us, church. 
uh, three people who refused to second guess God. Abraham refused to second guess God. He believed that God would give him a son at a hundred years old. The Bible said in Romans chapter 4, 19, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old. Oh God, neither yet he considered the deadness of Sarah's womb. He didn't look at his evidence, he didn't look at his circumstances to figure out the reason not to believe God. See, sometimes we can look at what we're going through and say, that's why we shouldn't believe God. Sometimes the devil would trick us by allowing us to look at our circumstances, by looking at our bills, by looking at our conditions and say, this is why I can't believe God. But somebody shout, the devil is a liar. No matter what, no matter what it takes, no matter how it looks, no matter how it feels, no matter how it sounds, no matter how behind you are, no matter how bad the credit score is, the credit report says you got a reason to believe God. You got a reason to believe God. Somebody shout, no matter what, I'm going to believe him. Abraham refused to second guess God. The widow was Zarephath. She refused to second guess God. The prophet said in 2 Chronicles 2020, he said, believe the Lord thy God, so shall you be established. But believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. Elijah said, feed me first. I know you're running out of food. I know you're getting ready to die, but feed me first. And if you bless me first, your barrel will never run out. You won't have to worry about a thing. Your rent going to be paid every day of your life. You're going to pay your house out. If you bless the man of God, you'll receive a prophet's reward. God said, feed me first. If I can live, miracles can happen. If I can live, breakthroughs can come your way. If you feed me first, God will make a move happen in your life. Oh, she believes God. She believed God. Oh God. She believed God. In the midst of her doubt. In the midst of her lack. In the midst of her lowness. In the midst of her suffering. She had big enough faith. To stand out for God. Oh thirdly the children of Israel. They refused. To second guess God. When the prophet said. When I blow the trumpet. You're going to walk around these walls seven times. And I'm going to have you to shout. And the wall's going to fall down. And when you shout, you shout with the voice of triumph. They didn't look at the wall. They didn't look at the psychology behind it. They didn't look at how foolish it sounds. They just said, when he said shout, we're going to shout. When he say praise, we're going to give God the praise. If all I got to do is try it. I don't got to have a key to the wall. I don't have to look for the lock. All I got to do is try a shout. Friend, he said, if all I got to do is try with my hallelujahs, I'm telling somebody right now, I dare you to try to give God some praise in this place. I dare you to try your best shout. I dare you to try your best hallelujah I dare you to make your wall come down right now I dare you to second guess God in the middle of your circumstances give God the praise in the middle of what you're going through give God the glory in this place somebody shout hallelujah
There go a shadow. If I didn't have to finish preaching, I'd run all over the place. I can't dance like them Church of God and Christ preachers, but I can shout hallelujah like David shouted. I can shout hallelujah. Oh, I'm trying to finish. Jerome, I'm trying to finish this. But I don't want to second guess God. I'm trying to see if he's telling me to stop for his praise break. Or if he tell me to keep on preaching. I'm trying to hear from him right quick. Because I don't want to second guess God, Eric. I don't want to second guess God. I'm trying to wait here, Eugene, to keep hearing his voice. I'm trying to wait because I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss Deborah. What God is getting ready to say. Let me tell you something. Since second guessing is human nature, TJ, I understand. Most interesting man in the world, I understand. That second guessing is human nature. Sometimes we just gonna second guess because that's just what we are accustomed to doing. But since we got the second guess, let me suggest three things you need to second guess other than God. Since you go second guess anyway, let me give you three things to second guess other than God. Number one, you ought to second guess your fear. Oh, oh. Psalm 27, 1 through 3. The psalmist said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? With the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp me, my heart should not fear. So war shall rise up against me. In this will I be confident. Oh, he said, who shall I fear? Why shall I be afraid of my bills? When God has supplied my needs since I was a child. Why shall I be afraid of what the doctor said? When God is a healer, why shall I be afraid of lacking my bank account? When my God shall supply all of his need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Why shall I be afraid of man? When God be for me, who can be against me? Why shall I be afraid to give him the praise? When he the one that made me, he the one that brought me, he the one that taught me, he the one that loved me, he the one that showed me, he the one that helped me, he the one that blessed me, he the one that gave me, he the one that lived me, he the one that raised me, whom shall I fear? If you're going to second guess anything, second guess your fear. Second guess why you afraid to step out on faith. Second guess why you afraid to bless the name of the Lord. If you're going to second guess anything, second guess your fear. Secondly, if you're going to second guess something, second guess your so-called friends. If you're going to second guess somebody, second guess your so-called friends. 
The Bible said in Proverbs 14 and 20, the poor is hated even of his own neighbor, but the rich have many friends. <laughs> Second guess the people that only call you when you got money. Second guess when you don't have nothing, they ain't around for you. Second guess the people that know you need help but won't help you. If you go second guess somebody, second guess the people that you're around but won't ever pray with you. Second guess the people that don't want to see you in the house of the Lord. Second guess the people that don't want to see you being used by God. If you go second guess anybody, second guess your so-called friends. Second guess the people that's laugh in your face and then they stab you behind your back. Second guess the people that don't like you, that's mad when they see you looking good. They get jealous when they see your hair looking good they don't like your nice perfume you got on they can't stand you smelling good with your cologne you got on second guess why you're still around them second guess why you still call them second guess why you still deal with them if you go second guess anybody second guess your so-called friends first you gotta second guess your fear then second guess your so-called friends then lastly you better second guess your feelings second guess your feelings David said in the book of Psalm 42 he said while thou cast down oh my soul and while thou disquieted in me he said hope thou in God for I will yet praise him for the help of this countenance he started wondering he said what is it in me that don't feel like giving God the praise he said what is it in me as good as God has been that I'm sitting here acting like he ain't my friend as good as God has been I'm sitting here thinking about the problems that I got at home when God has been better to me than I've been to myself he said I'm going to forget my feelings I'm going to shake my feelings off and I'm going to give God the praise that is due unto his name tell somebody I may not feel like it but I gotta do what I gotta do. I gotta give God the glory that's due to his name. Jesus went to Calvary Cross and he didn't feel like it. And God said to me, God, he cried out, Lord, if it be not my will, but thy will, let this cup be removed from me. But it don't matter what he felt like, he kept on going. Tell somebody to keep on going. Tell somebody to keep on praising them. Keep on pushing. Keep on lifting them up. If I had about five people that Believe that. Stand up on your feet and give God a praise. Whether you feel like it or not, don't second guess yourself. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. You have just acquired the knowledge that will keep you from second guessing God. If this message has blessed you, don't second guess being a blessing to Pastor Kiner. Please consider blessing Pastor Kiner. Sow back into the life of this mighty man of God as he has just sowed into your life. Your gift will surely be an encouragement and a sign to Pastor Kiner that PGK Presents is making a difference into the lives of our listeners. Please visit our online giving page on our website at www.thejesuspeoplechurch.com. Also, on our website, you will be able to download countless other messages and books by Pastor Kiner. I'm Charles Nelson, and on behalf of PGK Presents, thank you for listening. Until the next podcast, be blessed.